Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Radio WEEI. It's Christian Arcan. It's Megan Ottolini. For now, for now, you may have heard a little announcement this morning, right around 9 a.m., uh, right here in this room, as a matter of fact. None of us were here. We were not here for this <laughs> Wasn't announcement. Wasn't that funny? We were all kinda, caught off guard. It was a funny way to do it, you know? 9 a.m., some of us probably weren't even up yet. Mm-hmm. Looking at you, Ryan. Uh, and I slept through all my alarms. So, Gerard Mayo is joining the afternoon show. That's what I gathered. Wow. I heard, it was gonna be, I heard it was going to be Tangway. Oh, did you really? And or uh, Matt Chatham. So I wasn't listening properly, so it's not Gerard Mayo. It is not Gerard Mayo, unfortunately. It's Adam Jones. Adam Jones is coming to join the show in about uh, two weeks, a little more than that. Uh, the Dark Knight, my former uh, co-worker over at the other place, is coming over here and joining us in Afternoon Drive. This is uh, something I'm very excited about, obviously. Jones and I worked together for uh, several years. Mego, I just want to apologize in advance for everything you're going to be subject to. Why? <laughs> no, just kidding. Why is it like that? It's not. No, why is Have it Have you like noticed that? there's a lot of that on Twitter, though? I saw a lot yeah. of vulture gifts. A lot of, pictures. oh, man, pray for Megan, pray for our kid. People are saying pray for me like I didn't work with him for five years, which I thought was interesting. But, uh, yes, that's the big announcement. Adam Jones will be joining us here. Uh, it'll be the Jones and Mego show with Christian Arkand, and uh, I'm very excited about that. I think it's going to be uh, really, really uh, fun, first of all. I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, being reunited with my buddy there, and uh, I just, I'm, I'm over the moon. I can't That's even the tell big you. announcement, yeah! <laughs> That's the big <laughs> announcement, indeed. Um, so there you go. Big show announcement. Uh, we're adding a third, I guess. So it's more like adding a fourth <laughs> or I a fifth. We're, we're I'm like a half at most. Right? Okay, so I, I I'll, I'll say like I I'm super super pumped about this. Yes, I was bummed out that we ended the old show. I loved the old show. I'm excited to start something new. I've been a fan of Adam Jones for several years. I think he is far and away the funniest person in this market. So for those of you on Twitter or whatever platform, or if you're a listener and you're like, oh my god, the negativity. The, you know, the vulture. How are you going to live with it? Because he cracks me up. So, you know, I think it'll translate. I'm very hopeful. I'm very optimistic. I'm very excited. Yes. And if you guys thought that I was a little too negative, <laughs> you thought maybe I was bringing the conversation down with some of my thoughts and feelings, just wait. <laughs> just wait a couple of weeks. Um, anyway, that's the uh, that's the big opening show announcement here. You did hear it at 9 a.m. if you were listening. Uh, and we're saying it again now. Once again, Adam Jones joining us here. A um, lot, of, lot of changes 
You know, just a lot of changes. So Gerard Mayo is not going to be the new brand manager of the station. I was really pulling for him. You know, I was really pulling for Gerard. To, I feel like uh, I heard that something about Gerard Mayo, the, and I, I'm just getting it all confused. He gave it to Ken Laird. That Jeez. guy. That guy over Gerard Mayo. So brand manager, does that mean that Ken's going to like tell us how to dress now? Is uh, he going to be, you know, like how TV stations, they bring in people who tell you you need to change your hair. Can I get a no kin on three? One, two, three. No kin. Like, you need to shave a beard or something like a brand because it's all about the brand presence, right? I've only worked in TV for like a couple of days. <laughs> like I've had a couple <laughs> of random days here and there where they were desperate and they were like, "Arkin, can you come in?" And it's been fine. Uh, so I don't know anything about that. I honestly have no idea. Like a, they bring in consultants to tell you how ugly you are. To tell you about like what you should do to or improve like your why looks. the why the audience hates you. Okay. So maybe that'll help out here. Yeah. You know, we'll see. Hopefully. That's on Ken. That is, and he uh, gets a new office. He has a new uh, fancy office. And I'm sure there will be, uh, you know, lots of, uh, I'm sure he's going to rule this place with an iron. The visual medium is very, very important to what we do. Like, I guess we're on YouTube. You know what? Judging by my mentions, it is. Because between being called a 12-year-old girl (laughs) and having teeth, giant teeth, I I was born with these. young Chet Holmgren. I I didn't go out and, yeah, being compared to Chet Holmgren. (laughs) People do care. People care. I don't think your teeth are that big. My teeth are really And big. even if they were, big teeth is like a sign of dominance, I think. What do you mean? Like in the jungle, you know? Like among, like, <laughs> okay, I'm like in the animal cool. kingdom, if you have big teeth, like no one well, messes with Well, here's what you, I don't get. <laughs> and we're going to get to the bizarro Patriots uh, statement that was put out last night. Yes. Very, very strange. Unprecedented behavior from the Patriots. And we're going to have Andrew Callahan from the Boston Herald. He's going to be in studio with us, joining us in about an hour. Uh, he had some good info about what was behind that statement from the Patriots and what it means going forward. So we'll dig into all that with him. But the teeth thing, so like I I get made fun of because I have really big front teeth. Mm -hmm. But people pay for that. And I was born with it. Big front teeth? Oh, yeah. They get the veneers. They go out and they get the big, yeah. you know, chomper teeth. To make them look. Le- well, it's usually when they have, like, messed up meth teeth or something. No, right? they, look at uh, Ben Affleck. Affleck got Oh, veneers? my God. Watch Goodwill Hunting. Affleck's teeth are, like, these little, little, like, uh, you know, like, little nub little teeth. Chiclets there, yeah? Yeah, you got oh. little nub teeth. And then you see him now. He's got, you know, every, he's got the teeth where every tooth looks like a front tooth. Do you know what I mean? Yes, like, it's a yes, uniform yes, yes. tooth. Gotcha. Like, fence panels. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. Um, a lot of people are asking, are, uh, is DJ Alexi going to be back? Uh, the Dong Report, things like that. I believe, and I can't say this for sure, but I believe that all the bits and everything we used to do over that, you know, stuff that was uh, marketed or whatever, is their intellectual property. So I don't know what? that we're going to be. I think that's the way it is. Remember when Conan O'Brien went from one network to another and he couldn't bring all his bits? Do you remember that? He like, couldn't bring Pierre Bernard Recliner of Rage. Yeah. He couldn't bring in the year 2000. Why are you guys even here then? You guys should, <laughs> yeah, why? You should just do a podcast. It's all your DJ Alexi stuff. and the Dong what, Report. What, seriously? Why Can are you here? Can we say Dong Report? Uh, we're saying it. So. Uh-oh. <laughs> Dong is a home, is another term for a home Ken just for frantically sprinted down those the hallway. Those who don't know, yes. Uh, Ken already getting So the, we have to make up all new stuff. Great. Pretty much, yeah. Awesome. It's I mean, have to be. I don't know. Tear it down we'll to the see studs. what you bring the here. long Johnson report. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> anyways. Just, we just pivot all of them to, like, DJ Alexis. <laughs> uh, yeah, there you go. DJ Alexis. There was always, uh, with DJ Alexi, there was always the groupie, you know, like the who was always rolling on ecstasy and who was always very <laughs> excited by what DJ Alexi was doing. So there's that. There's, uh, I think, all, like, the bits and impressions and stuff. Like, you can't, right, you can't copyright an impression. 
I've been doing the a voice, the John Henry voice. Like that's no. you know that's not something you can't you, say that belongs to us. I want you to can't apologize. Co- hey, you hey, can't copyright kids. a voice. No, I heard they're bringing in the vulture. I I can't personally tell the difference between you and Matt Patricia when you go Matt Patricia mode. Well, it's like the same person, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I wonder how John Henry feels about this news. I bet right now John Henry's sitting there going, you know, I all I could ever want. This is what hurts most. Was to keep Adam Jones off these airwaves. <laughs> and someone, some Ken Laird goes out and hires. Thanks for listening. Oh, man. Now he's elevated. Oh, boy. I'm elevated have, to afternoons. I'm going to have to go into hiding for another six months. <laughs> uh, way back. Okay. Anyways, uh, yes, there you go. Um, big news. Big news, obviously. Starting uh, January 30th, correct? Yes. On January 30th. January 30th. Hottest time of the sports year, it is. I hear. Is that now, is that his first show is going to be on the 30th? Uh, or, right, Why are you that's asking Ryan like he has any more information? Because I, I didn't know here. what day it is. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Monday, that's Monday the 30th. That's uh, that's coming up here, obviously, and that will be his first show, uh, the first new incarnation of the show uh, of Jones and Mega with Arkan. So there you go. Um uh, calls uh, lining up here about DJ Alexi. This is what I'm talking about. The text <laughs> line says I have Rex Ryan teeth, which is really mean because he paid for those. Rex Ryan wishes, first of all. I you know, know, right? Right. He this had to go to the genetic. doctor and say, give me the Alexi. My dad <laughs> texted me last week and he goes, the, the, he's obsessed with that movie, Megan, like the horror movie. Oh, that scary, awful doll robot that yeah. I don't oh, like yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. he's Do like, somebody, like somebody from the Megan movie was on the Tonight Show. <laughs> And she looked like you. She had brown hair. She had giant teeth. Your dad said that? Yeah. That's tough. It's like, where do you think I got them from? <laughs> you did this to me. It was either you or you chose the woman with giant teeth. So there you go. That's tough. When a movie comes out with like your name in it or a character has your name and that character's weird. Uh, for a while, when the Fifty Shades of Grey came out, <laughs> big time for the name Christian. That really? was like, oh yeah, that was a big time to be named Christian because the women would read these books and they'd just be thinking about, you know, and then I, yeah, what's your name, Christian? Is that how you met your wife? It is. <laughs> I saw her reading the book. You're like right in a fan forum. I would go, I would find people reading the, reading those books or like, you know, the books on that go up and introduce myself. It was kind of a weird time for culture where everybody were like, women were just openly horny. <laughs> They're like, oh, this 50 shades. Great yeah. time for culture. <laughs> And it was like I mean, cultural was, boom in our like country. You were reading it on trains, you it's know? A, it's a book like that you read. It's you know, it's it's very different men and women. I think you know, just how we process those sorts of things. Like, because if a man's horny on a train, <laughs> right? The police are involved. The police go there. They make him pull his pants off. Like Pee Wee Herman's horny in the movie theater. You know, like you can't do that. Women sitting there reading the book, horny as hell. It's just the way it goes. Um, but yeah, that was an interesting. Women time. don't take action in public very often. Um, yeah. It depends where you are. One is empowerment. <laughs> one's really unsettling. It's true. Um, uh, people want to react to the Jones okay, news. Okay, good. <laughs> Let's go to Chris in Boston. Go ahead, Chris. Hey, guys. I just want to say I am so happy that, like, Jones is teaming up with you guys. I was a longtime caller at 98.5 and listener, and, like, switching over to WEI was like a breath of fresh air. And then when I found out you were coming on there, Arkan, I was like, sweet. And now just this Jones news just made it even better. Mego. You got you gotta have a blast with these two. Love you guys. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks, Chris, and tell all your friends. Uh, let's go to uh, <laughs> Marissa, who is in Foxborough. Hi, Marissa. Hey, it's Marissa from Twitch. Hey, Marissa from Twitch. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, DJ Alexi is like part of your personality. They can't take that from you. Okay, I think you they need can. to bring that back. I miss that. That used to be on my TV screen at night. It was my favorite. And the fact that Jones is coming back, I swear, I screamed when I saw it. I'm so excited that you guys are reuniting mego i swear 
I came to WEEI because Arcan went there. Now that Jones is there, I now will have WEEI on all the time hey. because I love them so much. There we go. Marissa, thanks. Thank you. Hey, cut that. Save it. That's in a promo. I'm already on top of it. And put it on my reel. Uh, There you go. All right. (laughs) 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. We're not going to talk about this all day. The Twitch chat says that was Ken. That was Ken? Ken doesn't sound like Marissa. That was a hell of a voice you put on there if that was Ken. I wish Ken sounded that hot all the time. Are you kidding? Do you ever see those catfish episodes where it's like a dude, but he does like a chick voice? (laughs) (laughs) Those those always are the best ones, yeah. How about the documentary? Uh, the documentary? Uh, Notre Dame. Uh, what's his face? Oh, about Manti Teo. Yeah. Yes, of course. But that the show rough. with Neve and Max and all that, I mean, that's, you know. And that was yeah, the original. Right. Um, that yeah. documentary was super weird. Tui Isosopo's cousin. I think who, that documentary uh, was problematic. I, it definitely was. It they definitely presented was. it in a really strange way. Like, both sides are victims. And I was like, no. Mm-mm, mm-mm. One person's <laughs> no, a victim here. one person was a victim here. One person's a scumbag. Like, that's, you know, <laughs> that's basically it. Uh, anyway, we're not going to talk about this all day. Uh, if you want to call in and, and share and voice your uh, joy of Adam Jones coming here, we'll obviously take your call. But Or your hatred. Or your hatred, too. Bring we'll it on. Too. We're uh, not afraid. Yes. We're not scared of you. No. Call in. Call in. You won't say it to my face. Bring it on. Um, Never do. The Patriots put out a wild press conference or a press release last night. And it was wild, not because of what it said. It was wild and just because of the nature of what it was, right? I mean, I don't think there was anything on there. I, I love the idea of a press release being wild. It was. It was wild. <laughs> I looked at it and I said, this is wild. This is wild that they did this. And uh, it was a pretty straightforward thing. But the fact that the Patriots did it, I think, is uh, emblematic of a lot of stuff. Maybe even upheaval going on down there in Foxborough. I think that that's, uh, that's entirely possible. It seems, like, it seems like the Crafts maybe had a little bit to do with it, as uh, Bill Belichick is on vacation somewhere. Uh, We'll get to all of that. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio, WEEI, Christian Arkin, Megan Adelini here. 
go until 6 o'clock. We'll be joined in studio by Andrew Callahan in a little bit, and we'll be talking a lot about this. For immediate release yesterday. Immediate. Get this out there, they said. Patriots to extend Gerard Mayo will begin interviewing for an offensive coordinator, and it reads as follows. The New England Patriots and head coach Bill Belichick have begun contract extension discussions with Gerard Mayo that would keep him with the team long term. In addition, the team will be interviewing, will begin interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. That's it. That's the whole thing. Two sentences and nothing else. Uh, and to me, I thought that this was a bombshell. Honestly, I did. I thought that this In was a many layers of it. Wild, wild press release. Um, your uh, your initial reaction to when you saw this posted last night? First reaction was, "Wow, extend Gerard Mayo. Great, they got it done." And then you read it, and it says they have begun contract extension discussions with right. Gerard Mayo. Should say Patriots go, hope to extend Gerard. Yeah, yeah. and so I go, "That's kind of weird." They're in the middle of negotiations, and they're just releasing a statement on they're negotiating. I mean, I guess they're trying to get a message out there that they're being proactive, but it seems a little premature. And then you get the, an update. I saw Karen Garigian at least confirm it, that he is that Drod Mayo is not interviewing for the defensive coordinator job with the Browns. I didn't see any update on the Panthers. Did you see anything on? I haven't I, seen anything I know about he that, was. No. Uh, there were reports that he's being considered for the head coaching job with the Carolina Panthers, which is a horse of a different color uh, between a defensive coordinator and a head coaching job. But my initial reaction was to that: was well, that's you're kind of glossing over the you know pu- you're putting the cart before the horse. Burt Breer says that. Uh Gerard Mayo is still going to interview with the Panthers and that he's still interested in being a head coach and that there's still mutual interest in making that happen. So, you know, that that could be it right there. That could be the the thing that that topples all of this is that, yeah, well, you finally you finally decided we're going to give him a, a promotion. You finally decided we're going to give him, you know, a little bit more cachet and that we really value him and we want to keep him here and all that. And some other team says we want him to be our head coach. Top that. Top that, Patriots. Oh, you're not going to? Well, then, see you later, Gerard Mayo. And that makes this press release look really bad, doesn't it? That Patriots to extend Gerard Mayo. They released that about themselves. They said, we are going to do this. And if he gets an offer and they are being serious about it in Carolina, and it's not just the Rooney Rule thing, then I'm. why wouldn't he take it? Why wouldn't Gerard Mayo take a head coaching job? There's no earthly reason not to. And that's the thing is people totally on the outside will look at this and say, well, you know, if he could get if he could get the New England Patriots coaching job in a couple years, none of that is a given. It's the same old song and dance that we heard yep. years ago with Josh McDaniels. And how about if, you know, to the second part of this, they're interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. What if Bill O'Brien comes in and Jonathan Kraft decides he wants Bill O'Brien, a, you know, Rooney role, Rooney role withstanding to be the de facto successor? And so then Drod Mayo hangs around here as an assistant head coach, associate head coach, defensive coordinator, whatever title they throw at him in order to extend him to stay here, quote, long term. And then you have Bill O'Brien coming in and he might be you might be fighting it out there. I'm sorry, but the way that the league goes right now, you're going to side with the offensive, uh, the offensive minded coach. Yeah. You know what else this sort of tells me is that after a season in which Bill Belichick went into it with no coordinators. No offensive coordinator. Titles don't really matter And here. no defensive coordinator and saying, we don't care about titles and none of that matters. The Crafts are saying, yes, we do. <laughs> yes, you know, we do You know what we care that. about? Keeping good people here. Right. And bringing good people here. Because the 
the middle management fell apart this season, and we can't have it again. Yeah, and keeping them here, they're not going to stay if they're the linebackers coach or the assistant, whatever. They'll stay here if they're a coordinator, and if they think they can get a better deal somewhere else, they'll go somewhere else. And that doesn't just go for Gerard Mayo. That goes for anybody who may be interviewing for an offensive coordinator position too. Uh, you come in here, and you're the you know you're you're looking at being the OC, and you know that Bill Belichick just went a whole season without one. You know, like, how's that? How's how do you think that dynamic's going to work? Like, he didn't want one. He didn't think that he needed one. And now he's kind of being forced to bring one in an interview for for coordinator candidates. Do you think Bill wants to do this? Put this out. Do you you think Bill wants to interview offensive coordinator candidates next week? Yes, I think he does. You do? I don't know. Yes, I do. I mean, I do. (laughs) I think I think he went into that meeting with Kraft and said, "Hey, I don't think he wants to. I don't think he wants to broadcast that he's doing that. I don't think he wants to be told that he has to do it." I think that's what it is. I think the Crafts told him, you have to do this now. You have to keep Mayo, and you have to get an offensive coordinator. And he said, fine. I well, think that, I think that's basically it. So we had Tommy Curran on the show yesterday, and he spoke about Gerard Mayo and how important it is to members of ownership to keep Gerard Mayo in town here and not lose another incredibly talented, well-respected assistant coach to somebody else in the league. I don't think the Patriots want him to leave at all. Whether or not he's given that title a defensive coordinator, which a, in the past the notion of making him a co-defensive coordinator has been broached, he didn't find that attractive because he didn't think that that was reflective of what was actually going on. So that's why he stayed as linebacker's coach as opposed to any other title. Is just a defensive coordinator okay, or can you slap an associate head coach on there so mm-hmm. he can stop going into meetings or interviews and trying to explain just what level of expertise he has? I don't think the Patriots want him to leave. I don't think that ownership, based on my conversations over the past few years, would want him to leave. Um, I think there will be a great effort made to keep him here. Sounds like it. Sounds like they are making a great effort, but will it be enough? Will it be enough to say you can be the associate head coach, you can be the defensive coordinator, we'll give you all these titles, but you're not going to be the head coach, that's still Bill, and there's a team out there that's offering that. That's, I mean, listen, that's what it comes down to now. I'll say this. I don't think I've ever seen any team in any sport ever release a press release like this. Well, the Patriots, certainly not. I don't think, like, can you remember any team saying we plan on bringing our coach back and we plan to interview coordinators next week? Like, I don't know. I don't ever remember a team doing that in the NFL. It's because of the disorganization. I think that they, that they really hate the way that it looks, mm. that there's no transparency. Like, yeah, we talked to Kern about this yesterday, that it's been, you know, just fighting narratives coming out of one side or the other, out of Gillette. And everybody who is a season ticket member or just a huge fan of the team is looking at this going, what the hell is going to happen over the next couple weeks? Because the one advantage that you have to not be in the playoffs is being able to go and talk to coaches like Bill O'Brien ahead of the other teams who are still game planning week to week. Not a huge advantage, not like a huge silver lining (laughs) to look at missing the playoffs. But when you're trying to improve and you're trying to improve the personnel on your coaching staff... It is a big one. Yeah. And if you're just sitting on your lor- like resting on your laurels or whatever, and you're not picking up the phone and calling Bill O'Brien and saying, We know you'd love to be back in Massachusetts. Why not coach with us again? Help us, you know, reestablish some trust with Mac Jones. So I, that's where it comes from to me. Yeah, I think you're right about that. And I think that, you know, this reads, this press release reads like they were listening to the show yesterday. You know, like how much do we talk about offensive coordinators and Gerard Mayo and all that sort of stuff? It addresses both of those things. And, you know, for the Patriots to be sort of trying to tide the fans over, right? Because that's what this is. 
I think the pay. I think the crafts understand that maybe they're not losing the fan base. I think that's a little strong, but you know, it might start to drop off a little bit. It might not be that same sort of hysteria down there in Foxborough that you had for twenty years, because for twenty years you had the greatest player ever and you were winning all these Super Bowls. Like that's that's how that place got built, right? Like you know, the old the old stadium used to be it's this little gonna, dumpy stadium. People are not going to come out for the big new lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm right. sorry, it's just it's not going to sell tickets. The crafts. Oh felt, my God! Look how tall, look how tall that lighthouse is. The crafts felt like they had to appease the fans. And when's the last time that happened? When's the last time that the cra- that uh, the team in general ever felt like they had to put something out there to to smooth things over with their fan base? Like I, it's been a while, right? Like yeah. certainly since the crafts took over, I can't I can't think of another time that something like this happened. So Maybe when d- Brady left, you know, Kraft came out and talked about it, but he didn't put out a release like this. What do you think of the time frame? So so we talked about the first part of this. The second part is equally strange. The team will begin interviewing for offensive coordinator candidates beginning next week. Okay, so like we're just so you know, this is how the schedule is going. You know, like it it feels almost like some kind of weirdo corporate job Mm. where it's like uh, you're you're at this point of the process. You've applied through (laughs) Indeed.com or something, uh, but we're not doing anything until next week. So just stay put. I mean, the rest of the league is operating kind of like 24 hours a day. Yeah. Putting stuff out there, bringing guys in, flying guys in, flying guys out. And, okay, we'll start this mon- We'll start this after the holiday? Yeah. Did we make that Patricia weekend. interview for the job that he just had all last year? Do they bring him in? Like, no. Oh, because you, because you don't feel saying, like an office space? Like, well, what exactly no, is No, 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 Ryan. This here? is a big part of it. They're interviewing for offensive coordinators. I oh, think so I'm this the man for title. the job. Somebody that's going to get a title. Yeah. It's going to be a title offensive person. coordinator. And you, like, reading into that, you got to think, okay, they're not bringing Joe Schmo in here. Like, they're not just going to, maybe they're not elevating Nick Kelly then. Because it, it feels like if he was somebody on staff like that, they wouldn't necessarily get the offensive coordinator position. It would be the same way that they handled McDaniels, where they promoted him with the duties for a year yeah. before they gave him the title. Um, interviewing could mean interviewing people on the staff, I suppose. But yeah, I think you're I think you're probably right. I, I When I read something like that, I tend to think outside of the organization. I tend to think, you know, we're bringing in people for interviews and we're going to be doing that uh, starting right after the holiday weekend. So, you know, hopefully I mean, they all really, get hired before like, then. Like, okay, what's going on? Does somebody have a ski trip this weekend they can't cancel? I mean, seriously. Mardi Gras. <laughs> No, seriously. I don't, I don't think that's what it is. I'm trying to think. Mardi Gras in February. The, yeah, I the think, Catholic yeah. calendar. It's a yeah. little early for that. <laughs> Unfortunately. Um, anyways, yeah, I think that uh, that there's a lot of smoke here. There's a lot of smoke here for there not to be some kind of fire about uh, about what's happening and how it's all happening because whether you like this press release or you don't like the press release or whatever, we can all agree that Bill Belichick never in his life would ever have said, yeah, put out a press release like this. Yeah, I can confirm that. Yeah, there's no way that he was that this was his idea to to put this out there. There's no way that he may have like reluctantly said, yeah, fine, Robert, you own the team, do whatever you want here. But when they asked him, hey, what do you think about this? I'm sure he said, no, don't do that. Remember, we th- we had Tommy Curran in here yesterday talking about how Machiavellian the, the Patriots have been over the years, and it's really just been Bill. This was one of the least Machiavellian uh, press releases I've ever seen. They're like, we're going to do this, and then we're going to do this, and we really like this guy. It's like, Machiavelli didn't do that. He didn't tell you everything he was thinking. Like, that was the whole point of Machiavelli. You didn't know what he was going to do. What, uh, what would you say you do here? You know, I think I got probably one of the biggest plays in the fourth quarter in the history of the NFL <laughs> where I think I did a pretty good job. <laughs> I still that think was they tremendous. should interview. That was tremendous. 
Um, 617-779-7937. Well, look, I already told you. I think I got probably one of the biggest plays in the fourth quarter in the history of the NFL where I think I did a pretty good job. It was, it was me who intercepted that pass. <laughs> I said, <laughs> Malcolm, go get it. I said, hey, Malcolm, <laughs> when you see the ball, just run in front of the guy and just intercept it, okay? <laughs> Malcolm, go. Malcolm, go in there and intercept the ball. I'm oh, sorry, that was Brian Flores. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's a it's a very interesting situation here. This it's rare that a press release stops people in their tracks. It's almost as if they couldn't get somebody in the building to interview if they weren't coming to interview for the offensive coordinator. Oh, I got this bigger interview in Foxborough. What, what's it for? You know what? Great question. I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to go and do it. So, where did this press release come from last night? Out of the blue, uh, we're going to have Andrew Callahan on in about half hour in studio with us. So tune into that. He had this to say on NBC Sports Boston on uh, Boston Sports Tonight late last night. I made a phone call and I was told that Bill and Kraft met today. They met yesterday. They met Tuesday. They met Monday and Sunday after the game. So Get my understanding is that, yes, the Krafts have nudged Bill into this. We're going to release a statement. We're going to talk about two of the three things. For me growing up, it was no politics, no religion, no money. Okay, for Bill, it's contracts, it's coaching titles, and game plans on game week. But they did two of those three things right. in two sentences. Obviously, this was, this was Krafts doing. I think his point was, A, if we're going to do this, Anyway, what is the harm in putting this out there? Do you want Gerard Mayo back or not? This statement should help us get there. And if you want him back, let's do this. Let's have some clarity. Let's do this my way. Because under your way, the last three years, we are 25 and 26. And ultimately, that eats into Bill's leverage. And he could put, you know, hit his button, the nuclear option of, we're going to do it my way or I'll leave. And that's just the, not the reality he lives in right now. So, first of all, they're meeting every single day. <laughs> all day, every day. They're meeting every day to talk. If that's true, I, I would love to talk to, to Callahan more about that soon. Uh, if that's true, it's, um, I guess there's a lot to suss out, which is kind of surprising because if you hear about how those two have collaborated in the past, it sounds like Bill's been kind of, you know, short with his words there. Dismissive. We haven't seen a lot of that. We only saw the 2009 documentary where he was going to hammer time on that salad and just blowing off Kraft, who was trying to talk to him about, like, the weather that day or something. I forget. But that's really the only time we as a, you know, fan base, media, whatever, have ever seen those two really, you know, having a meeting of the minds. And it didn't seem like... Bill was particularly interested in anything that his boss had to say to him at that point, you know? And he knew the camera was there. He knew that this was all going to be in the documentary, more or less. And he was just like, meh, meh, kicking game. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Kids, wind, I don't know. What do you want from me? Get out of here, you bozo. (laughs) Um, I thought that was, yeah, I mean, that's how how things were 13 years ago um, in the middle of, that wasn't wasn't the dynasty, I don't think. That was 2009. They were removed from that. It was sort of in that in-between period where they had those big, you know, Randy Moss teams that didn't win anything. Um, Bill was still riding pretty high at that point, I would say. Uh, it's a different time. It's a different bill. It's a different Patriots. Like all, all things are different. It's also now a in different media ecosystem. That too, in terms of getting your message out. And I tie this statement directly back to the weird uh, message that was out, put out there to season ticket members a couple days ago. Yes, <laughs> highlighting the new lighthouse uh, and other upgrades to Gillette Stadium and promising to present a better product. This doesn't smell like Robert to me. Jonathan? Doesn't it smell like Jonathan? I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like this is Jonathan's fingerprints all over it. This is like, so don't go anywhere, Gerard, please. Hey, fans, don't go anywhere. Look, we're being proactive. We're keeping we're keeping Gerard here, even though he hasn't agreed to anything. Right. We're putting out a headline that says that, knowing that it's going to be copied and pasted on Twitter like 
400 times. How did they do that? How did they get, like, no one looked at that headline and was like, guys. If you're Gerard, doesn't that kind of bother you? Yes, it should. There's a headline out there coming from the Patriots that says that they're extending you. And then in smaller print, it says they've begun discussions about extending you long term. And you're like, fellas, I'm going to interview for a head coaching job elsewhere. We haven't agreed on anything. And you're putting the headline out there. Do you know how many idiots only read the headline? Me. Trust me, I used to work for a newspaper. <laughs> Do you know how many idiots only read the headline? Like, if I'm Gerard, that bothers me. Yeah, well, I should. I saw a tweet, you know, right when this broke from Karen Garigian. What's up, girlfriend? And she's saying, per source, the Patriots are still working through, quote, some details with respect to Gerard uh contract extension. So while it's not done, it's getting closer. Do they put this press statement out just to kind of coerce him into like, hey, it's out. You'd probably look kind of foolish if you didn't sign on the dotted line, don't you think, Gerard? No, Maybe they, sign no, they, yeah, look they look foolish. Gerard they look doesn't stupid. look foolish at all. Gerard gets like, a head Gerard, coaching job, but, but their their mentality being a head coach somewhere else. No, I'm saying that's how the Patriots look. Of course, the I Patriots don't think will look, so. look dumb as hell if, if Gerard Patriots, Mayo turns around and takes a head coaching position somewhere else. Patriots got over, got in a little ahead of their skis, and they're just trying to make it concise at the top, and nobody thought about how that looks. Yeah, that's true. Wait, I get, which again. If you're going to put out an unprecedented statement from Gillette and put it out that way, maybe like be on your P's and Q's. Yeah. Maybe not have a statement. The first part of the headline be a statement that's not even true yet. Uh, just a thought. Six and one by seven. the way, after we all get back from Stowe and Vale, we're going to start interviewing yes. candidates. Once we're done hitting the slopes, <laughs> we're going to get right to it. I mean, I haven't seen any indication that Gerard Mayo is not going to interview for the head coaching position in Carolina. He is going to interview for that. He might have said, told Cleveland, sorry, I, you know, I got uh, other things Bigger going on fish. here. I'm either going to be an associate head coach, whatever it is, or I'm going to be a head coach somewhere else. I'm not going to take these D.C. Uh, interviews anymore. And I think that's bad news for the Patriots. Again, if the only interviews he's going to take are head coaching interviews, even if there's only one, you know, you can't offer that. Patriots can't offer that, and I'm not even necessarily sure that they should. I don't know that Gerard Mayo would be a good head coach for this team and Mac well, Jones. That's the other side of it. Is uh, Gerard Mayo's Q rating is through the roof. Sure. Players love him, and he, you know, is, was amazing as a media personality. He's very personable. He was good on that show. Yeah, yeah. he's great. And so he's very likable and everything. And has clearly done a great job year in and year out in whatever capacity he's been in with the defense. But that doesn't always all equate to head coach. No. So, yeah, like, I, I just can't sit here and say I know for sure he's going to be an amazing head coach. Nobody does. He hasn't done it before. Yeah. And these days, I feel like head coaches, the ones who get hired, aren't guys like Gerard Mayo. And I only mean that and then he's a defensive guy. Like, he's a defensive coordinator, linebacker coach. Like, head coaches now, I feel like, have to be offensive-minded. Or at least that's what's trendy. That's what sort of people want, especially with teams with young quarterbacks, right? You want someone who knows how to run like a, a offense, a newer offense, maybe a guy ran in college, something like that. Uh, and for the Patriots, obviously, I mean, you bring in an offensive coordinator and you hope for the best. But if Gerard Mayo is the head coach, that's sort of just another defensive-minded head coach, kind of like what Bill Belichick was. And I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if that whole if that whole thing is working for Mac right now. I don't know if that that whole structure is uh, is going for him. That being said. 
it doesn't matter because Gerard Mayo is not going to be the head coach here, right? Like, he's just, he's not. Not right now. Uh, maybe he'll be assistant head coach and they'll make a decision somewhere down the road if he doesn't go to Carolina. But either way, the Patriots are very, very thirsty for Gerard Mayo. So much so that they are, uh, well, kind of lying in their press release. Like, that's, <laughs> that's sort of, that's where they're, we are at this I would point. say they're massaging the facts. Yes. Good way of putting it, massaging the facts. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. We'll uh, take your phone calls on this press release. And when we come back, we'll uh, discuss what Mike Giardi tweeted this morning. It's uh, along these same lines. We'll get to all that next. A quarter of three here, Sports Radio WEEI. Christian Arcan, Megan Adelini. Uh, here with you until 6 o'clock. We'll be joined shortly by Andrew Callahan here in studio. That's exciting. This headphone jack is killing me. Yeah, so the if you don't know. The headphone jack over here is so screwed up. It's like an iPhone charger. They have to ha- like fold at a certain angle yeah. in order to get the stupid charge to get the thing Okay, to I got go, it. Yeah. I got it. Okay. I can't even hear the music. Can't hear, I can hear you. It's pretty good music. Nicely. I love this. This song. is a good music. This, I sit over there when I do my Saturday show. Yeah. And I can't, like, it, one channel will go all the way out, right in the middle of it. Drives me nuts. We had an engineer in here during the show working tirelessly to get the, I don't know, to get something going behind me. Yeah. Can we get the, uh, the headphone jack fixed? That'd be nice. 617 779 7937. There's your phone number. Let's take a call here. Tommy is in Stoughton. Uh, and then we'll get to the Giardi tweet. Hi, Tommy. Oh, hi. How are you this afternoon? Good. What's up? Okay. So a lot of talk, and I'll. Uh, just my point of view is that it's either going to be Mac's team or it's going to be Bill's team. Uh, Bill picked the offensive coordinator that he wanted and liked, and Mac didn't like him and was rude to him and sets a poor example for players everywhere around the league. You know, number one, respect your elders. Um, Matt Patricia had a lot of experience, and he's Bill's guy. A lot of experience on offense? No, he didn't, Tommy. He had no experience on offense, actually, and it showed all year because the offense sucked. (laughs) Well, hold on. Again, that's Bill's, Bill's pick. Sure. Okay? And he and Bill have worked together for many years with great offensive line coaches and uh, great quarterbacks and, and everything else. So, obviously, Bill had felt comfortable with uh, Patricia, but, um, but Mac wasn't. And whose team is it anyway? Is Mac going to whine and cry? I mean, come on. He can go down the road and give the team back to Bill. Okay. And I'll listen to your comments uh, off air. Thanks Thank for the call, Tommy. Much. Appreciate it. I appreciate you checking in. Um, it's still Bill's team, obviously. Yeah, he's still the head coach. He's still the GM. He's still the grand boobah around there. But are we looking towards the future or not? Are we looking towards like what the future of this team beyond Bill Belichick is ever going to be or not? Because I feel like Patriots fans get so hung up on that. Whenever anybody brings up the idea of a new head coach or moving on from Bill, people get so defensive and so pissy about it. And it's like, do you not understand that he's 71 years old, that he's not going to do this forever, that there's just, there's no way. And by the way, he's kind of declined lately. Like has anybody, has any, it's like, do you just not want to acknowledge that because of the last 20 years? It's First fine. All, I get that. Fans behave that way. 70. So you're exaggerating a he's little bit. He's not 71 bit. yet? He's 70. When is he 71? His birthday's in April. He's an Aries like me. Okay, fine. He's 70. We're both the Ram. I don't think that changes my point at all. You're, you're exaggerating the age. A little bit by a year. A little bit. I literally thought he was saying, yes, a little bit by one year. That's how much bit. I exaggerated you're it. You're exaggerating yes. a little bit. It's like we were saying uh, you're you know 42 why. instead of 41. You, you know, yeah, doesn't that hurt? Not really. Whatever. Once you, you know, past 40, it's hurt nothing. It doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, <laughs> After 40, it's all just crap. <laughs> nice. <laughs> N- nice. Uh, you know why people get so upset about it. Because Bill is what makes them feel like this franchise is still special. Because if you don't have Bill... 
then you're like every other schmuck team in the NFL, and so much of it is left up to fate and chance and whatever. Sure. Even though with Bill, the last three years, they are that schmuck you're, team. You're the same. You're you're middle of the road. But there's still the opportunity that, hey, we have somebody special here, best uh, best coach in the history of the league, blah, 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 blah. So anything can happen, can turn into a Super Bowl contender any year. Uh, this is something I do want to talk about later in the show because I was reading Mike Reese from ESPN's notes uh, that he puts out on Twitter. They're always excellent mm-hmm. if you don't read them. Yeah, doing all right. And one of the things he said, and I think this is a bigger conversation we'll have later, said he, this team is not far off. He was talking about different pieces, a few adjustments to make in the offseason. This team is not far off. And I, you know, he, he tends to look on the sunny side. Sure. That's just his approach to the team. Uh, pretty different from the way a lot of people uh, on the radio <laughs> look at it. I don't know what you're talking about. But I, I felt like, you know, I try to be optimistic. And I was like, mm, I don't think they're that close. You know, even if you want to keep Bill in and everything, it's just not a scenario where it feels like having him here gets you the three games that everybody used to pencil in. Yeah, I oh, would well, you say... you got Bill. He'll get you three more games on the schedule, three more wins on the schedule because you have Bill Belichick as head coach. I would say they're close if this was like a Madden season or something or like a Madden franchise, but it's not. And I think this past year really set things back. And that's why I'm not sure that they're so close to being back to where they were in any sense, really, even back to where they were two years ago. Uh, forget about the Brady years. Like I'm not sure about that because I think that this was very damaging. I think what happened here with the offense and the coaches and the quarterback and all that stuff, okay, unless they rearrange it all, is very, very it damaged Mac for sure. But even to your point, rearranging it, what we heard from Tommy Kern yesterday right. about what those assisting coaches, what Matt Patricia and Joe Judge might be putting out there throwing you know, chumming the waters or whatever it is. I don't know what the saying is. Throwing chum in the waters. Water. Yeah, yeah chum in the waters. Yeah. About Mac Jones. If that's the situation going on, then that is effed. That is effed. Yeah. And I don't think that Mac Jones is the one in the wrong in this situation. But it became so overt that now I think you're seeing pushback. And I'm not surprised if the pushback isn't coming from Joe Judge and or Matt Patricia. <gasps> <gasps> My goodness. My heavens. Uh, Mike G already tweeted this out. Nice. Uh, he said a couple other notes on the Patriots. There's one very influential voice in upper management who Easy there. definitively <laughs> I know, went through uh, puberty there. <laughs> definitively wants Bill O'Brien as the offensive coordinator. Who do you think that is, by the way? Very influential voice in upper management. That's Jonathan. Jonathan, you think? Okay. That's got it. Who, who else is it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, unless it's Robert Kraft, it's one of the two. Yeah. Um, on personnel, there are some within the organization who feel the wide receiver room needs a real upgrade. We don't have one player that you have to game plan for. Um this is all very nice. I like all this. I like the idea of Bill O'Brien, although I don't think he's the maybe best choice. I like the idea of upgrading. I really like the idea of upgrading the wide receiver room. I feel like that's that's something that is more foreign to this team than bringing in an offensive How coordinator. How are you going to do that? It's like the weakest wide receiver free agency market Make a trade. in years. Make a trade. Do what you, you have to do. For? To, uh, and let's what see. are you trading? There's, what do you have that's so desirable? You have draft picks. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's usually what it tests with Tyreek Hill guy. It was all, it was a bunch of draft picks. Um, the Rams traded all their Are draft you confident picks. enough in your last two drafts that you um, built out something here? In the you, last you one, You don't yes. have young linebackers. In the last one, sure. But I also think that you don't have to trade every single draft pick you have, just, you know, some of them. And it's first and second round picks Bill would have probably traded back for anyway. And I just think that that's the way, if you want to get a high-end wide receiver, that's the way you have to do it. You're right. There's no good uh, free agent wide receivers. Jacoby Myers is the best one. That's why I wrote about it today. Sign Jacoby. That was... Good stuff, by the way, and I Thank agree with you. that. 
Um, but did I you do actually read it. Or I did, did you read just it. read the headline. I read the headline. Thanks. Um, I, uh, I think excellent that, column today for WI.com for WI.com. WI.com. Not familiar with the name of the station. WI. Um, let's see. There's also this from Ian Rappaport. A few strong candidates for the Jets' offensive coordinator, coordinator position, though it will be wide-ranging and other names will emerge. Former Colts offensive coordinator Marcus Brady, Eagles quarterbacks coach Brian Johnson, and Patriots tight end coach Nick Cayley. Hmm. Hmm. Nick Cayley's a name break, we've been hearing a lot around it's here. It's going to break it? Andy Hart's heart. <laughs> Andy's heart? Andy's heart. Andy's heart. Yeah, Andy I know. Hart's heart. If you're showing up to that Jets job and... and What's the first question that you're going to ask Joe Douglas and Robert Sala about the offensive coordinator position? Who's your quarterback? Yep. Who, who am I working Zach, with? Is Zach Wilson in the building still? Listen, send him across. There, there was a quote circulating that Zach Wilson said he would make any veteran's life quote a living hell in practice if they brought him in. Uh, do I get Mike White? Do I get the ghost of Joe Flacco? Like, I don't want to be a one and done with the Jets if I'm Nick Cayley. So why? What's the appeal of that job? I mean, Derek they, Carr. Okay. Derek Carr, you sold me. it's not a bad, it's not a bad. Uh, when do look, I start? I can start today. Can I'm I have this office right now? Office? Uh, Derek Carr and that Jets offense. If I'm Nick Cayley, I'd look at that and say, you know, what? it's probably better than what we got here. You Send know? Zach Wilson down. He and him and Sam Darnold can duke it out in Carolina. Yeah, there you go. 617-779-7937. There's your phone number. We see you lined up. We'll get to your phone calls right after this. There's one very influential voice in upper management who Easy there. definitively <laughs> I know. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.